Blog Talk Radio. Tune in every Monday from 10 a.m. to 12 to Awake with All Set on Evolution Radio, where the revolution is the evolution. All right, good morning. It is Monday, March 25th. This is Peak. I am doing the Peak Takeover because All Set went away on the cruise, as she discussed on our last show. All right, so today's topic that we're talking about is spiritual and health, it's like spiritual and mental health workouts. Um, I wanted to, to do this topic because over the process, I would say, past two to three years, I've been working on my healing, my spiritual health and mental health, and I have seen much improvement for me with how I go about in the world, how I view myself in the world, and how I uh, show up in every situation in life. So, so I want to talk to you guys about the importance of of these workouts. You ever feel like your spirit is weak or not really strong, you know, or it's kind of just like the same thing to me. It's like when you don't work out. You know, you, you're weak or you're not stronger, you're not healthy for your body, your spirit, and your mental health needs the same exact attention and consistency. You can feel it when your spirit is weak or, you know, when you're having, like, you know, very sad or very depressive thoughts or thoughts of giving up, you know, real faith or hope in yourself or any situation. That are, those are signs of a spirit that is weak. And, of course, you know, the most obvious thing of the spirit, as I just said, is, you know, anxiety and depression is ten times worse when you don't do things to strengthen your, your, health, your mental health or your spiritual health or your spiritual health. And the, the one of the most, I think, toxic, not, not I think, one of the actual most toxic, you know, um, consequences of having a weak spirit is you're motivated by fear, motivated by doubt. You don't pursue things. You don't get up. You know, you have the immense anxiety when it comes to, you know, doing putting effort in certain things that you know will have a good uh, result or a better result as far as your life and how you move about in the world, whether it's, you know, maybe you have a speech or a presentation that you, you know, try to back out of or get out of because you have anxiety of showing up and being in front of people and you have anxiety of just yourself being accountable and accountable for, you know, every situation and how it turns out. And that's one of the, the, the biggest things I think that I, I want to, I have to, I have to do within myself. Through my spiritual healing and how I be, began to get better, it was I was motivated by fear. I had so much fear of failing, so much fear of not being. And I was thinking, I was talking to a, a young lady last night and I told her, like, you know, you should model. I think you're, she's very beautiful, and she keeps herself up. I said, I think you should model. You take really nice pictures. And she goes, is there any money in that? Will I make any money in that? And I told her, I'm like, well, that's up to you. And that's how in every situation I believe that. Because, number one, the money is out there. The situation is out there. But all lies within you just how well you do in, in these situations. Any situation you want where, you know, your direction is taking your life or what you want out of life. So, as I was saying to her, she did want to model. She was thinking about modeling. And I just said it to her, you know, just as a comment because I thought she'd take nice pictures. Like, hey, you should think about modeling. I just think about it. I said, you should model because, you know, that's up to her ultimately if she's interested in that or not. But 
her comment to me was, is there any money in that? And I said, will I make a lot of money doing that? I said, that's up to you. And that's 100% true in everything you do. It's all up to you. A lot of times we let fear motivate our decisions. We let fear be the catalyst of how we move out in the world. One thing that I want to say before I start giving you guys, you know, the, you know, the things I do to help, you know, with my spiritual and mental health is that, and I say this every single show, and I think it's very important once you guys to grasp a full understanding of what I'm trying to imply and I'm trying to say is that you only get one time at this. You have to be bold. You have to be fearless. And you have to be confident because you only get one chance at this. Simmering yourself, you know, down to not to shrink yourself down because you don't want to be noticed or outshine someone else. To play your, You're just playing yourself. You're, you're playing your whole life. And that's just the absolute fact. You know what I mean? You have to be fearless. Take all the fear out of everything. Don't be afraid of love. Don't be afraid of to to try hard in your career. Don't be afraid to move. Don't be afraid to experience anything. Because number one, when it's time for you to go, it's time for you to go. You you can walk like I had a friend, not even a friend, a, a classmate, who um lost his life because he slipped and fell. That's it. Just just fell. I'm just telling just how abrupt this could end. And you don't want to waste any single second. Don't leave with a single regret. Don't grow old with a single regret. Right now while you're young and you're still able, anything you want you can have. Your limitations exist in your mind. I cannot express just how true that is. You ever seen some people come up in certain industries and they they, uh, might resonate with you because they might resemble you your personality-wise or they might look well. I don't have the look. I don't have the personality. And And that's one person who actually got up and did it. Now, one thing I want to say is that people always say that uh, money isn't everything and, and money won't bring you happiness. And I want to say this. People take that and say, you know, I don't wish the point of trying to be rich. Well, if you're not happy. I am a full, firm believer of get that bag, chase that bag, get that money, because I believe in financial literacy and be a financially wealthy and financial uh, um, secure, because that's my goal. But at the same time, that's not enough. It's, it's a balance and you know, your worldly, you know, I would not call it health, but I would say wealth. All those things are important. But it's really the main thing that you're really battling against, your biggest competition is yourself. That's who you are, who you really need to get in tune with. That's who you really need to be talking to and speaking to with when it comes to how you're going to move about in the world because it's solely up to you. How how much work and effort you put into yourself, how much work and effort you put into to you know, it's external sources like, you know, your career, your relationships, you know, things that it's more it's more important with how you show up and how strong you are spiritually and mentally with how you handle things and how you you move around things. So if we're gonna be talking about affirmations, the importance of gratitude and reparenting yourself in your adulthood. So right now we're gonna take a quick music break. I'm gonna get my notes together and then we're going to start the show immediately with affirmations. See you guys in just one moment. Okay. 
put some respect on my check. I pay me in equity, pay me in equity. Watch me reverse out of deck. He got a bad bitch, bad bitch. We live in lavish, lavish. I got expensive fabric. I got expensive habits. He wanna go with me. He like to roll away. He wanna play with me. He wanna give me that vitamin D. Ice tournament, ice style tournament. You ain't owner this. Don't think they owner this. Give me the ball, take a top shift Call my girls and put them all on my spaceship Hang one night when you say I'll make you famous Hell, you ever seen the stage going ape shit? Get my money fast, up. Up in the tooth. I'm like, Chief, keep me Rafiki, who been lying king to you? Pocket watch it like kangaroos, tell these clowns we ain't amused. Man, clips for that monkey business, 4-5 got changed for you. Motorcades when we came through, presidential with the planes too. When better get you with the residential, undefeated with the cane too. I said no to the Super Bowl, you need me, I don't need you. Every night we in the end zone, tell the NFL we in stadium too. Last night was a fucking zoo, stage diving in a pool of people rent. To Liverpool like a fucking beetle, smoking real glue like it's fucking legal. Tell the Grammys, fuck that over A shit. Have you ever seen the crowd going ape shit?
Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I had the microphone off. I, I just realized that. I've been talking this whole time. So let's start over. The first thing I want to talk to you guys about is affirmation. Okay, so affirmation is basically, you know, retraining your subconscious. And one thing I want to say, I'm going to kick the show off with is understanding one thing. It's one thing that people seem to have in their head is that once they turn, you know, I would say 18 to 21, they believe they've reached adulthood. They're officially an adult. And I was talking to someone about this. I can't remember who I learned this from, but side note, I want to say this. One thing that I did learn from Auntie, because she talks about mental health on her page a lot, which is that people with personality disorders like narcissism, usually it usually sets in like full effect around their mid-20s. It's usually like who they are, who they become, and it's very hard for those people to really break those negative and bad habits. And I want to say this, they're a lost cause, but it's solely up to them if they feel the need to change. And those people are more than likely the hardest to change narcissistic people because, again, they don't they really see the world as if anything's done to me, it's your fault, it's someone else's fault that I feel this way, and I'm a very proud person, and I always will win, and I have to win. So if I lose, it's not because of my own accord of my own decisions and bad, you know, decision-making and judgment. What I was trying to make is that when you think about it like this, when you're three, the same problem that you had when you was three, the frustration you got for being in timeout, not getting candy, to when you're 15, when, you know, this boy didn't like you, to when you're 21 and, you know, you're, you're trying to figure out where you're trying to go with your life, to when you're 30 and you're more, and I, I say when you're 30, I'm not 30 yet, but I know a lot of people who have work in their 30s now, they have a friend, it's more about financial and so forth and so forth. But the point that I'm trying to make is, you're always always keeping in your mind that you're always growing and maturing. You're all you're still growing up. You're still growing up. One thing I would say that I have noticed is that I feel like most people think they know. They think they have it figured out according to their own perspective their own perspective of the world and how they view things and their judgment is they think they think they got it figured out. You're always evolving. Always keep in mind that I am constantly evolving. New information is always going to be brought to me to help me change my opinion and, and how I do things to become better for me. New perspectives are going to come towards me where I can have a better understanding and move accordingly from this state until the day that you die. Now, as I said before, like life is short, but always be open to, you know, uh, different different opinions and different views and, and new information. To you know, because like so some things you feel like you didn't know when you were 15, you forgot when you were 20. A lot of people say, I wish I knew now what I knew then. You're going to constantly be learning lessons. You're going to constantly be coming to revelations. One thing, and I, one of my favorite quotes I have to say to myself is uh, from Socrates, and he says, one thing I know is I know nothing. A lot of us think that we really know something when we get in this world, we, really, we are all really just winging it. That's how I feel. That's, that's, that's exactly how I view it. Now, I say that's my personal opinion of how I view it because that might not be the same for everyone else. They might not really feel like they're winging it, but I feel like everyone's winging it based off their of the information they have within them that they're trying to put out to move about in this world to make it work to be the, to bring out the best results for them. Now, affirmations. The point of affirmations is is um, how your subconscious is programmed throughout your development. So, for, for instance, if let's say you have a kid in your childhood, and it's really good if you guys have children to start affirmation, positive affirmation with the kids because your kids absorb, you know, things that are being thrown at them. So, for instance, if you're constantly telling a kid every day, gosh, you're so stupid, they're 
able to internalize that as a part of their identity and who they are, as, as how they show up in the world, how people perceive them, they are stupid. And that becomes into a, hearing that every day constantly affirmed for them comes into their belief, and it goes into their actual subconscious belief, and it goes, goes with them into adulthood, how they move about the world. You ever have a person and you might view them very highly, and they view themselves very lowly, and you're very confused. You just wish that they can see themselves from from your point of view. Like, think, like you're actually you're really amazing. You're really smart. You're very beautiful. You're very talented. But they can't see themselves. They feel like they're not good enough. They're not doing enough. They're not smart enough, intelligent enough, or or all those things that you see in them that you wish that they could see in themselves. So that's one thing that that um revelation I was brought to me is that your your negative opinions are only yours. Those are yours. Those are your opinions. That's not how the world sees you. That's how you see yourself. Now, don't get me wrong, like you're gonna have people who are like not always gonna be on your team and be for things that you say. And a lot of times I, I depending on the situation I stand on, I always stand on things that I truly believe in as really just basic rights towards other people and how we treat others. That's really the main thing that I more than likely stand on the most. But when it comes to my opinion, I, I get a secure opinion of myself, and I go with that. So the first thing you have to understand is that anything negative that you say about yourself or that you can't do, that's all you. That's all in your head. Those are things that you convince yourself of. And one thing that you might have done is establish a pattern, but pattern might have been brought out already from your already negative thinking towards yourself. Affirmation is like it's positive thinking and self-empowerment, fostering a belief. A positive mental attitude supported by affirmations will achieve success in anything, anything. Really, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the video online that went viral. It actually sparked controversy to commit for them to make a movie about Serena and Venus' uh, life, the, the tennis players. And she was in the, doing a, um an interview with, uh, I don't know who, who the man was, but it's about a mess she had coming up with, uh, I believe it was a white girl. And he was asking her, constantly asking her, do you really think you can win? Are you sure you can win? And she stood strong in her confidence saying, I know I'm going to win. I know I'm going to win. To the point that her dad had to intervene because what the man was trying to do was gaslight her and still doubt within her to make her doubt herself and question herself and not be as confident and vigilant as she should be during the match. Same thing goes within your everyday life. You have to, you have to constantly, you have, you have to be secure in who you are and what you're going towards. And you have to build that up, and I feel like that's, that starts with affirmation. That's the first thing I did. And I started affirming things to me. I started, giving, I started not giving any attention or power to my negative thoughts, and they come, and I noticed that I was doing that. I, I stopped myself, and I said things to myself, like, you can do it. It's going to take time. Or, you know, you're smart. You got to do this. You know, just tell myself things that need to get done. And instilling in myself things that I know is true. Like, you're smart. You're consistent. You're ambitious. You can do anything. Stick with the time. Stick with the process. Things that I know that is true and affirm those things to yourself. And I will guarantee that if you do this for a week, a week, do a consistent affirmation toward yourself, you will see a huge difference in not only your confidence but your um, how you show up in every situation. You will show up more secure and usually, not usually, but when something is thrown at you because you have such a secure opinion of yourself, it wouldn't even affect you because you already know yourself. When you know yourself, and that's all about how you want to see yourself. That's all up to you. It's not up to anyone else's opinion of who you are, you know, and it's, it's mainly up to who you believe, not who you know that you are, because that's all that matters because I said life is short, so you get to decide. 
No one else gets gets to decide that for you. And a lot of things that it's it's very hard to combat those negative thoughts and those things that really seem to get us in the the same cycle of abuse and low self esteem. It stems from childhood. Usually, most of the time, people's low opinion and small uh, and their small ego stems from when they were childhood into their adulthood, into their adulthood. And one thing that I, I've, I've learned is that a lot of times when people people realize things that they lack that they feel like they should have from from that they feel like they should have learned in childhood, from whether it's emotional health and mental health and you know how to move about in the world, is they start to you know resent their parents by saying you didn't teach me these things, I never learned these things as a child. I hear a lot, especially in our community, the black community, I hear a lot of women talking about things that they feel like they should have learned as a child just from their mother alone, that their mother didn't, didn't, didn't teach them or their father. Like, hey, no one really was around. No one was, like, really in the corner to, like, be a catalyst or be, a, be encouraging on these things. I just didn't do it, not because I'm neglectful to these things, but I didn't know. I did not have the knowledge or the understanding. So first thing you have to understand is that someone cannot give you what they don't have. It's really a, and there's like a cycle of abuse or you've heard, heard the term lately, generation curse. It's constantly going on and on and on. To break those generational curses, you have to break away from the same pattern and the same type of life that has, you know, not done your family any good, especially in a black home. You might see, you know, each time uh, young parents, each, you know, young young mothers, see, I'm trying to see the grandmother, the daughter, the granddaughter, you know, they you see constantly, it's a, it's a pattern. You call it the generational curse. It keeps going on and on and on because, they're living by the same type of lifestyle, same type of mentality that, that they were given to give to their child. So the child grew up, you know, with the same type of understanding of how the world works, emotional relationships, all those things. And what you have to understand is, like, I don't think that the mother is a bad person. I never, so don't ever really try to blame your parents if, you know, if this resonates with any of you because it did resonate with me. Your parents cannot give what they do not have. They, they, they teach you, you know, all that they know, all that they understood, and, and all that, you know, how they move about, about the world, what has came from them to their life experiences. So now we're in adulthood to understand that all those things have been trained inside our subconscious. They have been trained within us because, the, you, because nothing really separates you from someone else other than their way of thinking and their way of moving, right? So I was talking to a friend a minute ago, and he stopped doing music because – I can't remember the reasons he gave. He gave me a lot of reasons, but I know he really loves doing music. And my point is, like, why not you? Like, nothing makes you different from any other person doing it. And I'm, when I say that, I mean, like, your flesh and blood and in, in your um, in your brain. It's just the fact that they got up and do it, and they, they didn't let nothing hold them back. You have so much fear and doubt inside you that's, that's holding you back, so you thought you can't be you. But those things you told yourself, so now that is truth, that is truth within your reality due to your way of thinking. That is not your truth because you have made it your truth. It can't be me. I'm not good enough. I'm not the benefit. You have officially made it your truth. You decided that. The world didn't decide that for you. You did. And it's like the one of the best, a lot of examples come from, you might see a lot of, you know, people coming from, you know, hard times, you know, poor, not knowing anything, you know, being completely ignorant and uh, oblivious to, you know, certain you know, like business and school and marketing, all those things, you know, I'm just, just talking about people in the industry. Um, and then they reach, you know, a level of, of, of high success. 
because they, they said to themselves, you know, I'm trying to say this is what I want, this is who I am, this is my direction, this is how I want to show up in the world. And they went out and got it. They went out and acquired the knowledge. They set, set those goals and those, um, those things aligned with them within their way of thinking, within their, their, uh, their, their, their direction they was going to. So they aligned themselves with that and they went towards it. I want you guys to start doing one thing when it comes to mental health, affirming your new truth. One of my new truths that I had to do for myself, I had to tell myself, number one, you are smart, you are talented, you're an ambitious, and you're consistent, and you are beautiful. All the things that I was telling myself and convincing myself, you know, and, and, and you know, just positive things I was also hearing from people around me because I have a, a lot of positive people around me. I think it's important that you also, you know, your circle, the people you keep around you, the people you're in, you're in a relationship with, friendships, partnerships. It's important that you the type of people that you keep around in the mentality. And I thank God that I happen to have like a very positive, you know, support system around me or as far as my friends and my family go who are constantly encouraging me and telling me these things. But because I had so much negative instilled within me, it was hard for me to believe it. One of the things I do is I set them on my phone. I set daily reminders on my phone and I send them. So even if I'm like, you know, kind of busy moving around, I don't really, you know, think about it. I have a consistent affirmation sits on my phone. You are consistent, you are beautiful, you are ambitious, and I have one that just called Build Up Your Confidence. So Build Up Your Confidence is one that I think is very important. So just one, you just talk nice to yourself. Like you can do anything, you got this, you know, no matter whatever situation that you might be handling at the moment, you know, I'm like, you got this, everything's going to be okay. You know, whatever I need to tell myself. I'm affirming to myself that I can handle it. I'm affirming to myself that this is just, this is going to pass. I'm affirming to myself that the best thing is going to come out of it because I trust myself to handle it in a specific way. And I also think about where, what do I want out of this? That's the most important thing out of any situation. You know, I am grateful for, you know, what I have and, and, you know, what I'm going to receive. So I want you guys to sit on that and, and to think about that. And I think it's really important that we, you guys also look up, you know, just affirmations, period, and how they work. I have uh, subliminals and affirmations on my phone at night that I listen to that, you know, helps, you know, retrain and strengthen my subconscious and instill those things inside me that I really want, you know, for myself and how I and how I also how I view myself. So we're gonna take a quick break and we'll let, sorry, a quick break and let you guys feel on that just for a while. Then we'll come back. We're gonna talk about the importance of gratitude.
Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. All right, guys, welcome back. Well, I'm back. It's the Block Talk Radio. That is uh, the Dr. Joy L Show every Sunday at 7 p.m. Make sure you guys tune in on that. He gives, you know, a lot of legal and financial advice. It's a really good show, really good information for people to have. All right, so I'm going to give a recap of where we, where we are and what we've been talking about. So the first thing we talked about is affirmation, the, the importance of finding things to yourself, retraining your subconscious, and retraining your subconscious is the first thing to um, your spiritual and mental health. And, and it's, it's a spiritual and mental workout. I say that because it takes consistency to build up that understanding, to build up that strength, to build up that belief because you're retraining your subconscious to stop believing and stop being so, um, I would say, not even submissive, but like, Believing that the negative things are that you know are that you tell yourself they're in your brain when it comes with how you move about and when it comes to yourself are not true. Things that you have made your truth. So it's basically like affirming your new truth, and that's what I had to do. And it's, it's a great confidence builder. And it's, it's, a, it's a great way you know to to remain more calm and stop being so anxious when, when you you know affirm things for yourself because that's your new truth. You know what I'm trying to say? All right, all right. So let's talk about gratitude. So Sorry. So gratitude, gratitude, I believe, is, is, is it's, it's easy. It's the easiest one. The hardest one is, is a reparenting. We won't talk about that. But gratitude is the, is the easiest one. So the first thing that I did when it came to gratitude, and you don't have to go this hard like I did, you know, but I, 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 I did because, you know, I was finding myself very negative about my life, about, you know, where I was at at that certain time and what I had. I found myself very negative, and I and I wasn't really appreciative to you know a lot of growth that had I had already had, even though it might seem small to me or then I feel like I cannot, no, more would not come to you. We're not if you're not already grateful for what you already have, and that's just the fact. And you will see that as you start to work on your gratitude towards your life and towards certain things. And a lot of things have came towards me, a lot of new opportunities, and it's, and it's like. A huge 180. If you guys have stick with my show, if you guys have watched previous of my show, especially the sorry, previous shows of mine, especially the first one where I talked about, you know, I was in a very severe, very bad depression, and I, you know, dropped out of school. I wasn't in school anymore. Lost a lot of friends. Lost, you know, in a very bad relationship, and it was a a very repetitive thing where I was thinking negatively, you know, not really doing anything, you know, to progress myself or show up, you know, and nothing really good was coming towards me, and I just assumed, based off, you know, things that I told myself to believe, it's because I am just a waste, I, you know, just, just all the negative things, and I, if you guys want to go back and watch the show, I think it's on a Create Your Own Life, and I talk about that on Peak Takeover, but to stay on track is that I started to do this thing where, <clears throat> this is the first thing I did, is I, I did a gratitude journal, so every day when I, when I wake up to start my day off right, I just wrote things that I am grateful for. Every single day, even if it's the same thing, the thoughts of the new, you know, something I didn't think about or something, a new revelation might have happened. I talk about claiming what you are grateful for. And, and complaining mind will always attract more to complain about, and a grateful mind will always attract more to be grateful about. And I feel like that is a important distinction to understanding the, the, the power of gratitude. It is. I mean, like, for instance, even if you got food on your plate, you just be grateful for that. A job, 
family, someone, you know, by your side sticking with you, a real, and, and sometimes we, we don't, when we're like not grateful, we don't think about how hard and how strong someone is like really by our side. You know, um, one of the most important people to me I, I might have talked about before on my last show is uh, my sister and my dad. Those two are like my biggest cheerleaders. They're always there if I need a bailout, you know, and, and I, before I became a more grateful person, I didn't think about it. And I was not really appreciative. I would say I was appreciative, but I wasn't grateful and showed really much gratitude. It was kind of like they were there. Like, I'm used to it, so I'm just like, they're always going to be there. I took it for granted. That's what it was. I took it for granted. I'm like, they're always going to be the just a part of my life. And I didn't realize just how important that support was. And I started being more grateful for a lot of things that I'm blessed to have that, you know, when you realize when you don't have it, you, re- you realize just how ungrateful you were being, how unappreciative you were being. Things that I would say is that once I started being more grateful towards, you know, having them, I started to de- depend on them a lot less, a lot less. I started to be more secure and I kind of move about. I started to realize, you know, the exchange that I have with him and how much their support really meant to me. And not only that, but our relationship got a lot stronger. And that's something that I've always wanted was, you know, to connect with people and I had a hard time connecting. And I, and I started to realize, once I started to show gratitude and sort of communicate more, sort of be more um, in, interested in that relationship because that relationship was very important to me. So I started to be, show gratitude towards it. Our relationship became a lot stronger, so much stronger. In fact, it's like, it's, it's like I almost wanted to want to cry because how strong our relationship has gotten and that relationship was so important to me and maintaining it. And I, realize that those type of relationships are the ones that I want. Not people who can do do stuff for me, but people who are just very happy to see me do well. Very happy to see me happy. Not really wanting anything from me other than being the most the most thing that they get from me is my presence, my energy, my life, my laugh, my uh, presence. And I start to understand like it's very important that you take these things seriously because you're more aware of how you move with other people. You're more aware of how you treat other people. You're more aware of how important a relationship or situation is to you, so you treat it with much more respect. And at the same time, those things kind of come towards you and they get better. And that's one thing that I've learned from that. Unblocking your mind and heart chakra will with, you know, instead of, you know, focusing on petty and insignificant problems, allow you to manifest easier. So it automatically aligns you with, with, with better when you're already grateful for what you have. Your subconscious and your conscious reality, you know, is not the truth of your being, but a condition brought about by your thinking. I got that from uh, Felicia Rashad, and, and I think about that. Another quote that I think about a lot is that I, I, I'm very, you know, conscious, very aware, very self-aware of how I think and in every situation. And that's really one of the hardest things I've been struggling with, especially during this butcher grade, is um, being very aware in every situation. And very, I'm more conscious of how I think, but still not aware in every situation. Basically what that means is that you put yourself in the place that you are. I don't know where you are or where you are listening to this, you guys, but wherever you are, I put myself in that place. Like I, I see my life. I see myself in this situation. I see you know, what to be grateful for. I see, you know, the future and, you know, what's coming towards me because I'm working towards it. Put yourself in that situation and understand that your, and again, I want to read this again, your um, your reality is not the truth of your being, your like who you are, but is a condition brought about by your thinking. 
I'm going to say it one more time because it's so powerful on me. Your reality is not the truth of, of our being. I'm oh, sorry. Our reality is not the truth of our being, but a condition brought about by our thinking. People don't understand the most powerful thing you have when it comes to manifesting, when it comes to giving and receiving, is the way you think. Like we get to decide how each situation works, how these things play out, because we, we are beings like far greater than we actually know. And you will start to realize that when things start to change, you realize that, that that was all power within you, how you decided that those things work out. All those things are instilled with inside you, how you move about in the world, what comes to you, what you get from it. All that is dependent on you and, most, most importantly, your thinking. So you have to really be very strong, very strong in your thinking versus securing yourself, as I said before. We have to me- and, um, we have to meditate on ourselves. And when you think about yourself, treat yourself with love, treat yourself with compassion, treat yourself you know, with the with the utmost, utmost respect. You know what I'm trying to say? Don't have a third donut. When you're outside and you see a chilly wear a jacket, treat yourself with respect. And that's really like the first person who who really has to, in your adulthood, in your childhood, you know, and I'm talking about the lady and Bobby parent, in your adulthood, that's the main person, the first person should treat you with respect is yourself. And people usually treat you how you treat yourself. You talk down on yourself. You're not really, you know, have the best opinion of yourself. You don't do things to take care of yourself. People see that. And so how people treat you because people assess value to how, you know, to things according to how you value it. So you might, for instance, let's say you might have something in your mom's house that she did not want touched or, like, my, my grandma's biggest thing is we can sit on her couch. We cannot sit on her couch at all. We have some of the full stuff, these new red velvet couch. I'll never forget that. We cannot sit on them. But at the same time, she she always was on it. She was cleaning every single time. She took so much pride in that. And we treated it with the same respect. We understood how important that was for her. We understood, you know, how even though we might not the same way, it was when she took serious and because we respected her, we treated it the same way. Now think about yourself the same way as my grandma's red velvet couches. The way you treat yourself and the way you respect yourself and also how you uh, set boundaries, how people respect you, how people are going to treat you. And that's just... <clears throat> And that's just that's just law. That's just that's just that's just the law. That's just the fact. And you start to notice that notice that uh sorry, you start to notice a huge difference in that with how you treat yourself and how people treat you. Side note though, I wanna say this. People who you have allowed to treat you poorly, abuse you where no matter in no matter how big or small, you know, mild or big, if anyone who has abused you and you decided that I'm going to respect myself and I'm not going to take this type of, you know, treatment anymore, you're going to lose those people. And I don't care how close they are to you, how much you love them, it's very, very common for those people to really go away from you. They're going to be frustrated that they can no longer abuse you. They're going to be frustrated that you're trying to switch a dynamic where they're benefiting so much from the abuse that they give you, where they're gaining energy and confidence from your, from, from you or, you know, something financial, you know, it might be a people pleaser, I'm not really sure, and we'll talk about that later when we talk about the reparenting again, this is the hardest process, but I feel like reparenting is the most important process. These, I'm talking about affirmation and gratitude, are the easiest but still very vital when it comes to your spiritual and mental workouts. Things that you need to constantly remember, be grateful and affirm. Catching up on my notes, started talking, but where would we go? Okay, there we go. 
So I want you guys to, to keep that in mind, like to, to show gratitude. So start, 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 start small. You don't have to do what I did, get a whole gratitude journal every single day when you wake up, right, what you're grateful for. But it is important that every day you acknowledge it. Every day you acknowledge things that you're grateful for. Because, again, like I said, you don't get these moments back. It can be 20 years from now, you might have lost some people, you might be in a whole different space, and you're going to wish you showed more love. You're going to wish that you had different, in each moment you was more grateful and you showed more gratitude. You don't want that. I'm telling you, and I'm, I'm telling you, you don't want that. Even as now, even right now and at my current stage in life, I think about a lot of things that I did take for granted. A lot of moments that I've wasted, you know, focusing on the next thing, focusing on what I lacked. And I, and I didn't realize just really when it was gone how important it was to me. And I think that's, you know, the, the sad thing to say about most of us, you know, we don't realize how important something is until it's gone. Showing gratitude, I'm telling you, and, I, and I've seen a huge significance in my life and people around me, showing gratitude and being grateful for anything that I have, anything brought to me, anything that helped me become better, anything that helped me do better or do good in the world, those that's when you realize that you start to receive more. You're gonna, you're gonna, and number one is, it's not only is it humbling because you're like, I just, I didn't expect that, I didn't, I didn't expect to receive that, but because you are so sure, and I'm so sure, so consistent with your, with your thinking, your gratefulness, your affirmations, it's how you show up in the world. It changes, you know, what you align with. If you're constantly telling yourself negative things, you're constantly telling yourself down. You align with those negative things. You put yourself in those things because those, those are, that's your understanding, that's your way of thinking. Those things seem more natural to you. Those things are, 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 are the easiest for you because that's what you align yourself with. When you start to affirm things for yourself and do it and change your subconscious in a, in a positive way and in a better way, you start to align with those things. Those things are coming towards you because that's what you start to fit in with. That you start to understand. These things are brought about by your thinking and your understanding. Your reality is so focused on that because that's who you are, right? All right, guys, so now that we're done with the gratitude, last but not least, we're going to talk about the most important step and the most important and the challenging one is reparenting in your adulthood. And we're going to take a small music break, and we'll be back, guys.
Every Monday from 10 a.m. to 12 to Awake with All Set on Evolution Radio, where the revolution is the evolution. All right, guys, we are back. This is Block Talk Radio. This is Keep It the Keep Takeover, talking about spiritual and mental health workouts. All right, so, you know, one thing I would say about 2019, not 2019, 2018 that has been brought about is that mental health is very important. That's one thing that I would say one of the biggest gems I got from 2018 is, is the importance of mental health. I didn't really understand, you know, for my entire childhood to adulthood, the importance of mental health, the importance of, you know, that that is something that you have to actually work on, and it's, it's a health. It's health. Same thing with your, um, that's the biggest part of the word is health. Your physical health, your mental health, and your spiritual health are all important. It all has to be balanced. All need attention. All need consistency. And the most important thing you see changes in, in negative patterns, negative habits, and negative situations, they, they start to subside. They start to seem less and less and less. And you'll realize that's all brought about with you, how you show up in, your world, in the world, your way of thinking. Now, the, the hardest one, I left this one for last because um, this one I feel is the most triggering process is reparenting yourself in your, uh, a little bit earlier. I did talk about this a little bit earlier, and I said, you know, sympathize with your parents. When I say sympathize with your parents, understanding that a lot of things we feel are that our parents failed us, like uh, emotional intelligence and you know mental health and security, a lot of you know um, attached not attachment but connections, like how we connect with people, our security and ourselves, was not intentional. Unless you had a, a narcissistic parent, and we'll talk about that in just a moment, um, was not intentional. People really can give what they don't have. A lot of parents do do their best. They're only trying to give you the love and understanding that they feel that, that they have to give. That's all they have. So a parent doesn't understand emotional intelligence, the importance of mental health, you know, the importance of, you know, not having a codependent child, the importance of having a disciplined child, the importance of, you know, having a balance between discipline and nurture. If they do not understand those things, they cannot give it to you. If they don't have an understanding of themselves and the importance of these things, they cannot give it to you. So first thing you have to 
we should do is understanding that this is brought about, you know, through years of cycles and, and of is you see that you're constantly end up in the same situation. I talked about another show when ending the cycle of abuse. You're constantly in the same type of relationships with people and friendships and they're always in the exact same way. And the important part the important thing to notice is you're the common denominator. It's brought about with how you show up in relationships, how you show up in the world. So it starts as I said before, within your childhood. So understand that your parents can, cannot give what they don't have. If they don't, in fact, your parents never had a healthy relationship, they cannot give you advice, give you the understanding, or have a healthy relationship with per se, because that's not within them to give because they left that themselves. So I'm hoping you guys are registering that. That's really certainly making sense. So that's that's the best way I can really give it. So, like, you know, just, just don't take it personally. Don't don't see it as your parents purposely failed you. Don't take it personally. And um, it's, it's really good to really try to reach some type of understanding, some thought of understanding that, and that's what that's for me, is um, understanding that my parents, you know, particularly didn't have that. They particularly, you know, didn't understand that, you know, but that doesn't make them a bad person. And the best thing I got from that is that they gave me everything that they did have and to, to make me the best person that they tried to do, and I respect that, and that deserves all the utmost respect. So when it comes to reparenting, the one thing you have to do is look at yourself as, you know, okay, think about the, you know, as I said before, the cycle of abuse that you're constantly in, in and out of relationships, friendships, relationships, partnerships, businesships, you know, how if you feel like you're taking advantage of, if you feel like things are, you know, not always working out, and you feel like you're giving all you have, because remember, you're giving it all that you have, all that you know. So, one thing that she would say that what, like what a parent is supposed to give and what you're supposed to give from, get from a parent is nurture and discipline. That would be a balance between the two, you know, love and the validation on the nurture side and then structure for your life and then, you know, for your inner child. Because one thing I would say, if a child is not disciplined, they do what? They get out of hand. So the point is that when it comes to you, your negative impulses and, you know, addictions or things like that you, you know, used to, what's the word, used to procrastinate or you know, get distracted with, you know, you have to discipline that within you because that's your inner child coming out. You know, when you, when you become triggered and you start to act, you know, not as yourself and do things that you didn't handle each situation in a proud, in a proud way, that's when discipline comes into matter. And also how, how you give and receive love comes on the nature side. You know, I'm trying to say loving yourself, nurturing yourself, you know, validating yourself. You have to give all those things to yourself to retrain yourself in, a, in your adulthood to becoming more, structured and disciplined and loving person and also it's more it's really important with how you connect with other people you will see a huge improvement in relationships because you're not really a, a codependent person anymore a preoccupied anxious person anymore you want people who are you know or emotionally dismissive or unavailable you will see more you will see a huge improvement in relationships because of how you move out in the world so you cannot have one without the other. One thing that I was that I have, have noticed, you know, we're hearing a lot of people's stories and they talk. Some, I, I think I've seen this post online. I think it probably was really important. Some people learn how to survive. Some people grew up on love, and they move about in the world very differently. So people, for instance, if your if your parent only nurtured you, they 
people who are only give you like you know validation for you know and love but no real discipline, no real structure. Those you know more than likely those people turn into narcissistic as they get older because they don't understand boundaries. They're, they're so used to having their ego, you know, stroked and and things brought towards them. So one thing I would say, you cannot have more nurture than discipline. <laughs> only having nurture is not really the the best thing because you start to coddle them. They become more you know dependent on you and more baby. They don't really they can't really think for themselves, act for themselves. They become more dependent. They might end up getting a partner that they're solely dependent on or for emotional validation, emotional needs because they don't have that really within themselves and that's what they're used to. Same thing with um, discipline. If you, people who lack, people who lack nurture but only discipline their kids, they go too hard and discipline like, okay, you got to learn this, you got to do that, you got to do that. You know, you're just constantly making them, making your kids move, you have to do this, uh, learn these timetables, do these timetables, do this homework you know, clean your room, this, that, and the third, but, like, no real nurture or, or no real freedom to be themselves. And you most most likely you should get a kid who is, you know, an overachiever, but very disconnected from their own emotions and, and lack empathy and lack connection. So more likely your kids are going to grow up. When those people grow up, you know, they're so focused on the, um, you know, you know, the structure of their life and, and overachieving that they don't know how to connect. They don't know how to have a relationship with people. <laughs> They don't know how to have a relationship with people. And for those who lack neither grow up in a household with a parent who neither disciplined or neither nurtured them, those are more than likely people who grew up with a narcissistic parent. You know, trying to get emotional care, I'm sorry, they usually try to get emotional care from a relationship, more than likely constantly link them with an abusive partner. And if you're one of those people, if this resonates with you, resonates with you, you know, where you feel like you're constantly trying to get emotional validation from a partner because you like that in your childhood and from your parents, will more than likely lead you to an abusive partner because people like that more than likely get used. Now, you have to understand that know that person is not right for using you and taking advantage of your emotional needs, but that is still largely on you. So that's why it's important to reparent yourself and rebuild yourself up so that you don't end up in a situation where you're vulnerable to that. A lot of people think that, you know, the, the right way to do that in their adulthood, and I see that a lot, especially with men, because, you know, and I, I'm not going to talk about this too much, but I will say in men, you know, being emotionally unavailable, being super hyper-masculine is kind of revered. Some men really don't have a, a openness to express their emotions and be vulnerable and show, you know, accountability for their emotions and their behavior because, you know, it's always said that a man's supposed to act a certain specific type of way. But the point that I'm trying to make is um, it's not your partner's responsibility to make you feel good, but at the same time, it lies within you. So, yes, they're, yes, they're wrong, yes, they're a bad person, and you have to remove yourself from that situation, but understand they are not the fault to how you feel. You are. You have to strengthen yourself up emotionally and um, mentally. And as I said, reparenting yourself is very important, you know, so don't automatically go towards have to be a mean person, have to be a dick, have to be this, that, and the third. And that seems to be the easiest thing to go to. And, and really, neither one is good when you think about it. Because if you're too much, you're taking advantage of. If, if, you're, if you don't have, you know, boundaries that people have structured, like a discipline structure that you stick with and you're committed to when it comes to yourself and how you are, how you move out in the world and, and what makes you a better person each time, each day. And nurturing yourself, meaning that you have absolute love and respect for yourself, so people are going to love and respect you based off of that. Um, that all lies with on you, right? 
if in the scene they get to stop blaming people for, you know, they hurt me, they hurt me, they hurt me, they're not responsible for how you how you treat yourself and how you're treated, how you're respected. That that lies on you. So the opposite isn't go, well, just be mean and, 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 and be a dick and, like, you know, act like you're too good or act like you don't care because that doesn't that help you connect either. The whole point is just how, how we connect with each other, understanding each other, having a real connection, a real respect, a real mutual respect with each other. So the goal is not to be, you know, excuse my, excuse my language, but like a pussy, a weak one, or, and the goal is not, not to be overly, you know, you know, an asshole or being, you know, a dick, because the goal is that we're trying to have respect for ourselves, be, have, you know, positive relationships with people, healthy relationships with people. That's the goal. Healthy connections, a real connection where at the end of the day, no, no matter the, the title of your relationship, you have absolutely love and respect for each other, period. So even if, you know, things, you know, don't work out in the situation where you guys have to move forward, it's still moving forward with love and connection. You can leave that where it was, still having love and respect for that person. You can see that person, you know, have a real conversation with them. I mean, there's no resentment. There's no hurt. That's what you want out of each connection. You don't want to constantly have, you know, negative ties towards you because those things are traumatizing. You don't realize that. All those negative experiences you're having with people where you're hurt or you're hurting people are traumatizing to you, to you yourself. And as you move forward, you're, you're constantly carrying those things with you with your next relationship. And you don't want to continue in that pattern and that, in that abuse. And, you know, when it comes to, to nurture, one of the things, like I said before, it tells you, you know, you're, you're telling yourself these things, you know, you can do it. You're, you're smart, you're beautiful. Hey, you just got to work at it. It's going to take some time, but that's okay. You know, hey, this right here is a good opportunity to work towards that. You can do that. You can get that job. Go for it. It's, it's like you're reparenting yourself. I mean, sorry, you are, you're reparenting yourself, you know, by instilling encouragement and confidence and pride of yourself, right? And then when it comes to discipline, you know, you encourage, you know, self-control and structure in your life. So, for instance, you know, you don't, you don't overeat. You don't spend too much time sitting down watching TV. You're not as active. You're not putting time and effort into, you know, a certain goal that you have set for yourself or that you would like to reach. You're putting, you're still taking that time and putting effort into you to achieve, you know, and have achievements, right? Now, there's a balance because balance is the most important thing. You have to balance these two things out when it comes to nurture and discipline because it's very important that, that you, you know, you discipline yourself and, you, and you're very structured and, and you're on your, on your shit. Basically, you're on your shit, getting it together. But at the same time, you, you have time for you and you're loving yourself. You're not too hard on yourself, you know. And, for instance, let's say you're reaching, let's say you're reaching a specific goal. And I wanted to call it fun, but things didn't work out the way you, you did. You didn't get number one. You didn't get the job. You know, at the same time, that's when the nurture needs to come in because it's okay. Like, hey, you have to tell yourself it's okay because it's not the end. People feel like it's the end of that life or it might be the end of that chapter when it failed. But you, life still goes on, and you still get to decide the path that you want to take when it comes to the end of something or something not working out the way you want. That's when the nurture is very important inside of you. So you don't belittle and berate yourself and put yourself down and make yourself like you're not good enough and you was never good enough. That's when the nurture needs to come in, come out inside of you when it comes to parenting and be that basically your own shoulder to cry on. That that you know, that person that tells you, Hey, everything's gonna be okay, you're still smart, you're still beautiful, you know, let's still focus on, you know, the next step, what's next, what's you know, that's also based on the discipline, you know, what's next and do you need a little break? You know, we can decide that in a while, but don't like that. Just because one chapter ends in life, your like your identity doesn't go away. 
your identity is is is, is decided upon you based on you know like I said the affirmation that you tell yourself and how what you how you perceive yourself. And if, and if you're too disciplined, you're too focused on that. You you know those things like they don't really happen out for you. They will crush you, right? That's why it's another thing that's important to be grateful and it's a point of, uh, of of gratitude. All these things tie tying together, and it's and it's really important that we, we practice this every single day. We practice this understanding of ourselves and how we move about in the world every single day. You know, we practice our positive affirmations. We, we we practice being grateful. We have a strong sense of self and direction where we're going. We're disciplined. We're nurturing towards ourselves. We have a high level of emotional intelligence to understand relationships and connections with people. We don't take things too personally. We understand that our friends are our alone, and how we show up in the world is very important. And the love that we give and receive. Now, people always feel, all right, sorry about that. My phone just my call just dropped, but I'm I'm back on. But anyway. And one thing you're going to notice when it comes to things like affirmation and emotional validation is like it's going to feel awkward the first stage. When you're telling yourself things like you're beautiful, you're smart, you're, you can be this, you're good enough, you're ambitious, it's going to feel awkward. And it's going to kind of feel like you're lying to yourself, but that's only because you're not used to it. You're not used to affirming those things to yourself. You're not used to hearing those things consistently about yourself. And also, you know, because you're so, your your subconscious already so on the negative side and, and believing those things as your truth, you're not really, it's going to feel awkward. And, I, and and that's one thing that I did notice about myself. It felt weird to say these things. I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? It's like, all right. But like I said, I've been doing this, I would say, especially the affirmations on my phone, like almost a year, almost a year. And I, I, I can honestly see a huge change in my confidence. And, you know, my opinion of myself overall. And, I, and I, honestly, I look back and I laugh at the little opinion I had of myself. I'm like, wow, you was a mess. And you realize just how ridiculous she was being. It's just how ridiculous you are for even believing those things and telling yourself those things. Because what you're doing, like I said before, is you're affirming your new truth. It's so, and the same thing goes with, with discipline. It's going to feel really awkward. It's going to feel a little bit uncomfortable when you're disciplining yourself to fit more time and energy towards, you know, things that you want to see results in, whether it's relationship, um, sorry, it's relationship and a goal, like, you know, school, work, your career, you know, like I was saying before with the girl about modeling, you know, when it comes to, you know, she asked me, well, I make a lot of money doing that, and I said, that's completely up to you, and that's true, and anything that we do is completely up to us, you know, how those things turn out, you know, our discipline, our, you know, how we discipline ourselves to get those things done, and how much time, effort, and energy we put into this, the knowledge we choose to acquire to understand this and go forward in that. It's all up to you. So, like I said, the most important thing is you don't, you said, I talked about before, a parent who gives more discipline, a parent who gives more nature. You need a balance between the two, a good, healthy balance between the two. And the one thing that I want to say is that, as I say this for last, but I need you to understand one thing. This is not something that happens in the week. I will say you see a huge improvement in the week. Same thing if you, if, if, like today, I don't know, you know, you guys, you know, eating habits. If you was eating, like I did one time, I talked about this on a previous show, one time I went vegan for a whole month. And I had so much energy, so much energy, so much life. My skin got better, drinking a lot of water. I, I did put meat back in my diet. But at the same time, I lost, in that month, I lost like 15 pounds, period. I just lost 15 pounds. And I was working out very moderately, so I only work out like, 15 minutes a day, 30 minutes, you know, a day. I never really exceeded more than 30 minutes because um, I just wanted to do, I, and because I understand the importance of, of light 
to to meet and work out. It's just it's to keep yourself up, keep yourself toned. It's good for your cardio. But and I'm not really like a on to you know fitness. I'm a fitness person. So the most I work out is like 30 minutes a day. But I try to split up between the days, so 15 a night. But what I'm trying to make is I went vegan for a whole month, and I've seen a huge difference. Same thing goes with this. Like I said, if you start for a week, like for me, I saw a huge difference in a week with, you know, my attitude, you know, and, and how I talk to people. I was more cheerful, more open, and more because I'm very secure in myself and, you know, um, very happy and thankful for, you know, a, a lot of things that I was, you know, affirming to myself. But one thing once you understand, like this is work. It's a workout. So if you're trying to get physically toned, trying to get physically fit, same thing goes for this. I would say to see a huge turnaround in who you are and yourself, it could take up to six months to a year to see a huge turnaround. But at the same time, what you need to understand is that the time is going to pass. The time is going to pass. You can start today. You're trying to say don't put too much pressure on it because it's a lifestyle change. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to get it done or, or have it. You know, because, like, your old system wasn't working for you. The old way of thinking wasn't working for you. So that's why it's important to let the time pass and it's going to pass. Six months to a year to see a huge turnaround by doing, by practicing these things every single day, by reparenting yourself, by affirming these things to yourself, showing more gratitude to yourself. These are, I feel like these are small, small changes, but they make huge differences and how you connect with people, your relationships, if you want healthier and better relationships, how you show up in the world, your confidence, and how you achieve goals and set goals for yourself. And the one thing I would say, I saw, I see a huge difference, huge difference within myself as time went on, and you see that with yourself. And one thing to keep in mind is that there's going to, there's going to be challenges. So when something goes wrong, we don't belittle, we don't berate ourselves, we, we accept the situation, and we find a solution to make, you know, and, and we learn from them. The whole point of, like, when things happen, the whole point is to, you know, either if something needs to be moved on from, you move on. If a situation needs to be fixed, the whole point is not not, not to go over what went wrong, but to come up with the best solution to, you know, problem solving, basically. Don't be a problem trying to be a problem solver. Don't try to overanalyze every single thing that went wrong. Focus more on what can you do to make it better because it already happened. You can't change that. So now the new step is, well, I'm going to move on from this, or how do I fix the solution? How do I make it better? Keep that in mind going forward. There's going to be things that come at you always. Keep that in mind. And for me, that's comforting, telling myself. And to me, that's empowering. I know that there's going to be bad times, but I trust myself to get through it. I know who I am. I know how I'm going to move forward. So don't focus too much on what went wrong, but focus more on how to, you know, fix the situation and focus more on or, or, or moving on. And and these things are, are, are very important, you know, when in, in uh when it comes to facing difficult times. And if you know it says comforting because I understand that that's a part of life. You don't get out of that. We all want to be happy and good all the time. You're never gonna reach a point in life where it's always like that. That's a fairy tale, it's not real. You have to be objective and be, you know, open and honest with the whole entire human experience. And when you understand who you are and, and create a strong sense of self, when things are thrown at you, you don't shake, you don't waver. You're not, you know, you're not intimidated by those things because you already know who you are. And it starts, you know, with the reparenting, with the affirmation, and the gratitude. So the whole point of the entire, you know, topic that I'm talking about today is to for you to handle any single thing, to have strong mental health where when things are thrown at you, when those triggers that used to really, you know, get to you and make you feel emotionally weak and your emotions came out of control because 
They're so triggering. You know, you're stronger now, and, and those things don't really bother you because you know you can handle those things and you don't give them any power or energy anymore. And one thing I want to leave with, when it comes to um, reparenting yourself and dealing with the, the things that trigger you, you know, cause, because reparenting yourself is like really disciplining and nurturing your inner child. It's really still growing your inner child, those things that trigger you, that cause you to act impulsively or not act in the best character or manner, handle situations not, not in the best way. It's understanding the root of your triggers, why those things bother you. You might, and a lot of things going to be revealed, you know, from your childhood where it all stems from and understanding, you know, but those are your triggers, your emotions alone. And the first thing I would do is, you know, understand your triggers and why there's, and why things are so triggering for you and go from there. And also I always encourage and advocate for, for therapy. And um, that is going to be all for today's show. I thank you guys for listening. This is Peak Take Over this Monday, and I don't know if I'll be on next show. If not, Offset will be back. I want you guys to enjoy the rest of your Monday morning. I hope um, this information helps. Tune in every Monday from 10 a.m. to 12 to Awake with All Set on Evolution Radio, where the revolution is the evolution. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.